Hi, welcome back to the Daily Justice Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hopper, and today is the 18th of November, 2010, and we are recording from New York City, where we will have the privilege of speaking with Star Carter, an important figure in the recent fight for justice after the death of Khalil Harris. In just the last few weeks, a lot has happened in the fight for justice for Khalil Harris. 17-year-old Khalil was pulled over, and the resulting altercation with police officer 115 left Khalil dead. Star Carter was the only witness to the shooting of Khalil, and so she's here on the show today to shed light on what really happened that night. Without any further ado, please give a big welcome to Star Carter. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Star. I'm 16 years old and have grown up in Garden Heights. Growing up, I have developed a deep love for the community. My dad owns a grocery store, so helping him out, I have come to know and love many people in the neighborhood. However, that being said, the violence in Garden Heights has definitely impacted me. When I was just 10 years old, I watched my best friend Natasha die in the street after being shot by gang members while she was just playing in the water of a broken fire hydrant. After that, my parents moved me to a school outside of Garden Heights for my safety, but it wouldn't be the last time that I came into contact with violence. This brings us to the night of Khalil's death. Can you tell us what happened? Khalil and I have been longtime friends. I've known him and grown up with him since we were both three. That night, Khalil and I were both at a party when a fight broke out. Wanting to avoid any conflict, Khalil and I got in his car and he started to drive me home. As he were driving, Khalil pulled over when he noticed flashing lights behind him and realized it was a police car. When Officer 115 came to the door, Khalil did what he was asked. He gave him his license and registration, but then the officer ordered him out of the car for no reason. Khalil got out of the car, where he was patted down not once, but three times. Finding nothing, Officer 115 then told him to wait by the side of the car. As Officer 115 walked back to his car, Khalil leaned down to the door to ask if I was okay, and that's when he was shot three times. As I rushed to Khalil's side, Officer 115 yelled at me to put my hands up and pointed his gun at me as I watched Khalil dying on the ground. This must have been very traumatic for you. Did the experience make you fearful of cops? I don't really know. My uncle is a cop and he's a good man, so I know there are good cops out there. But there are also officers like Officer 115. I don't think all cops are bad, but I'm tired of the assumptions that they make, especially assumptions about black people. Do you think it was the same racist assumptions that led Officer 115 to shoot Khalil? I can't be sure, but I do know that Khalil gave no reason for Officer 115 to think that he was dangerous. Khalil had no weapon and complied with everything that 115 told him to do, so there was no reason at all for Officer 115 to think his life was in danger or take the very rash action of shooting Khalil. How do you respond to allegations that Khalil may have been a drug dealer or even a gang member? 
It upsets me that people regard Khalil as a thug and troublemaker because as someone who knew him, it couldn't be further from the truth. Khalil did sell drugs, but it was only to save his mom, who was a drug addict from the wrath of a gang leader whom she had stolen from. Khalil was only selling drugs to repay her debt so that she wouldn't be in danger. Khalil hated drugs, and he was only selling them to protect his mom, whom he loved greatly. What about accusations that Khalil was a gang member? Khalil was never a gang member. He was continually asked and pressured to join the King Lords, but refused, much to the embarrassment of gang leaders, who would never admit that Khalil turned them down. Now I understand that you recently testified in front of a grand jury to relay the truth about Khalil and the night of his death in an effort to get justice for Khalil and hold Officer 115 accountable for his actions. Yes. After hearing the case, what was the grand jury's decision? The decision was made to not indict Officer 115 for any of his actions on the night of Khalil's death. How did you respond to this decision? I was extremely angry. I still am angry. I'm sick and tired of people treating Khalil like his life didn't matter, and like it's okay that he died because he must have just been some gangbanger. The truth is that Khalil did matter. He mattered to his grandma, his little brother, his mom. He mattered to me. Anyone who knew him knew that he was far from a gangbanger. He was a good person with a bright future ahead of him, before that was all taken away for no reason by Officer 115. What is your opinion on all of the rioting that has been taking place in Garden Heights as a result of the grand jury's decision? I understand the anger behind the riots. I'm angry too, and I definitely think that we should speak out about how unfair Khalil's death was, especially since it was just one example of the rampant racism that's still a part of not only the criminal justice system, but also society overall. However, I don't think that violent rioting where stores are being looted and burned to the ground is the answer. That kind of violence only hurts the people and community that we need to be building up. People should take their anger and use it to work for the prevention of future police brutality. Is that what you plan to do with your anger? Yes, stories like Khalil should never be forgotten. I will forever be angry and upset about what happened. But at this point, all I can do is fight to prevent something like that from ever happening again. If enough people continue to speak up, continue to speak out for police officers to be held accountable for their actions, then maybe we can begin to root out systemic racism. If society realizes that racism, police brutality, and violence overall just aren't going to be tolerated, then society will have to change. That was Star Carter, everybody. Those of us at Daily Justice Podcast will continue to fight for justice for Khalil alongside Star and her community. If you want to help support Star and the Garden Heights community as they begin to rebuild from the tragedies of Khalil's death and the following riots, go buy your Justice for Khalil t-shirt today. All proceeds will go to Just Us for Justice, a nonprofit that works for equality and justice in the criminal justice system and supports the Garden Heights community. The shirts will also continue to spread the message about how Khalil's life mattered and make sure that society isn't soon to forget the tragedy that ensued as a result of systemic racism. Star Carter is definitely a strong young lady. 
She once wrote, Once upon a time, there was a hazel-eyed boy with dimples. I called him Khalil. The world called him a thug. He lived, but not nearly long enough. And now for the rest of my life, I'll remember how he died. She went on to pledge that, Khalil, I'll never forget. I'll never give up. I'll never be quiet. I promise. Here at Daily Justice Podcast, we can't wait to see the amazing things that Star will continue to achieve for Khalil, not only in Garden Heights, but in the world. This